Good morning, brothers and sisters. My name is Marcel Hall, and with my wife, Karina, we have the honor and privilege of being able to serve in our North Orange County ministry. Grateful and humbled to be able to speak today. If you're visiting here with us today, our church has a theme for the beginning of the year, Renew, as we want God to be able to renew our faith, our hearts, our spirits, our minds, renew our souls. Now, those who know me know I like to also have a slogan for the year. And so in 2021, I have a slogan again. And so let me give you some history for those who might have forgot or maybe again your first time uh, being able to hear one of my slogans. In 2019, it was waste no time in 1-9. Last year in 2020, it was time to grow in 2-0. And this year, can a brother get a drum roll, please? It is hit a home run in 2-1. Because we want to hit a home run in 2-1. We don't want to be well done, nor do we want to be outdone in 2-1. But we want to hit a home run in 2-1. And today we are going to kick off our new sermon series called A Renewed Spirit. If you will pray with me. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to be renewed daily. As the scriptures say that you renew us, you make us fresh, you, you, you renew our hearts and our minds through your spirit, through your love, through your power. And God, as we embark on this journey of learning and growing and desiring a renewed spirit, I pray that you will speak to every one of us today. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Now, let me ask you this. What are some things that you have renewed? And, and maybe it's you renewed your driver's license or you renewed a subscription. But what are some things maybe you renewed in your life? Maybe it was a car or a, a bicycle or whatever it may be. I want you to think about, you can even share in the chat, uh, something that you have renewed. And then as you think about this, what was that process like? And how did you feel afterwards? You know, when I think of renewal, one of the things that comes to mind is a weight set that I was given. Uh, my mom uh, uh, gave me a weight set. Well, somebody gave her a weight set, and she gave it to me for free. And we're talking weight bench uh, with the, uh, a bar uh, with about over 300 and maybe 50 pounds of weight for free. Now, the only thing is that this was definitely an older weight set. And so everything was rusty. And I mean, it wasn't black, gray, silver. It was this brownish filled with rust. But I was so fired up because I was receiving this new weight set. And so I went online to Google to figure out, okay, how do I get all this rust off? Uh, went to YouTube to figure out it. Bought a little brush. And, and, and then I saw something that if you put it in, if you soak it in Coca-Cola for uh, you know a certain amount of time, then that will help you to do that. I must not have listened because it didn't quite work out for me, my initial try. So then I went to Home Depot, went and saw some other stuff, and, and, and then I, I, I bought some uh, Rust-Oleum. I forgot what the name of it was, but this formula that was designed for renewal, designed for this rust to, to come off the weight set, and, and it worked. 
And, and I'm telling you, I was fired up. You can ask my wife and my kids. I kept showing them, look, remember the weight set? Remember how they used to look? And now look at them. They're renewed. They're restored. It fired me up. I felt like a man's man at that moment. You know, this is what God can and I believe wants to do for the congregation in 2021. I believe that God can and wants to renew us. And some of us, I know, are coming in or right now, we're rusty. Some of us, we might be on a high and hallelujah for that. But for some of us, we need our spirits to be renewed. And so the title of our first lesson for our Renewed Spirit series is Renew a Steadfast Spirit. Renew a Steadfast Spirit. Let's look over in Psalm 51 in verses 10 through 12. I want to give you some background. This was David, King David, writing this psalm after he had been confronted about the terrible and wicked sin that he had, had committed. And so this psalm is great for, uh, you, you know, when, when we've messed up and made some poor choices. But as we can see here, the principles that are laid out in the couple of verses that we're going to read definitely apply to more than life, but especially for a time of renewal. So let's read Psalm 51 verses 10 through 12. The Bible reads, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast from me your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Let's break this down. It starts off in verse 10 by saying, create in me. You see, David understands that he needs God for this internal change to truly take place. He understands that he can't force himself to have a changed heart and a changed spirit. And so therefore he calls upon God to create in me and you know, the same thing is for us. If we want a renewed spirit, it's going to be a divine piece of work. It's going to be a divine uh, occurrence. You see, God is the one who is pivotal for you and I to have a renewed spirit. You know, changing from the inside is hard, isn't it? And I don't know about you, but my experience tells me that almost it's always unattainable when I try to do it by sheer human efforts. And this is why we have to acknowledge, accept, and embrace that a renewal of our spirit has to be God-centered and God-produced. But we'll see that we play a role in this as well. But let's continue reading, or let's continue breaking this down. He says to renew, and the, and the, the Hebrew word means what it means in, in English, to, to make new again. You see, David had possessed this spirit before. You see, the goodness of the spirit wasn't completely lost, and he didn't need to buy a new one. It just had been corrupted. You know, for some of us, some of our spirit may be corrupted or perhaps rusted. You know, sin corrupts our spirits, doesn't it? You know, bad choices and doing things outside of God's will— they corrupt our thinking. <clears throat> they corrupt our feelings. They corrupt our spirit. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
You know, but for some of us, it might not necessarily be sin that's corrupted our spirits. But for some of us, it's it's really rust. It's, you know, maybe it was, you know, just life, the way life is. Maybe it's the effects of the pandemic or a dull and mundane cycle of life right now. Just has our spirits in need of a renewal. You know, for those of us who have been true Christians, this really should be encouraging. You see, like my rusty weight set that I received, you see, we don't need to buy or, 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 or we don't need new ones. We just need to restore them. We need them to be renewed. We don't need a new spirit. We just need a renewed spirit. You know, and that godly spirit, that godly person is still there. It just needs that rust or maybe that defilement, that corruption, whatever it is, it just needs to be renewed. And what kind of spirit are we talking about? What does it say? It says, renewing me a steadfast spirit. And so this word steadfast literally means constant or firm. Really, it means to be, it means to be unyielding, especially unyielding to temptation or unyielding to hard times. And David, he saw that he needed to have a constant, a firm, unyielding spirit. Isn't that the type of spirit that you and I need to have? Don't we need also to be that type of person who's unyielding, who's constant, and who's firm, despite circumstances, and that can brave through challenges and temptations? Especially if you think about everything going on in our country right now. You know, we need to have a steadfast spirit. You know, so many are glad that 2020 is over. But I don't know about you, but to me it seems like 2021 looks a whole lot like 2020. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of difference right now. And so we need renewed spirits. But more than that. We need renewed, steadfast spirits. We need to have spirits and character, drive, and attitudes that will brave through the challenges that we're facing currently or that can potentially come into our lives. And to be unyielding to the temptation that we may face in its different forms. You know, a steadfast spirit to endure the effects of this pandemic the steadfast spirit to endure personal, relational, or societal challenges. A steadfast spirit for, honestly, the potential political and social issues that could be coming up, maybe even this coming week. And we have to ask, will it corrupt or distract us? You see, the good thing is we have the choice. We have the choice to think and act like people who don't know God or we can make the choice to think and act like Jesus did and how Jesus would in these times. And so we need to make sure we have a steadfast spirit. And it says in Psalm 51 verse 11, it says, Do not cast from me your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. 
You know, that was David's concern that somehow God's spirit that was with him uh, uh, would be removed. And it was understandable why he said that, because for King Saul, God removed his spirit from him. But those of us who are true Christians today, those who have repented and been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, that doesn't apply to us. You know, those of us who are in Christ Jesus, God's spirit is always with us. And hallelujah for that. Now, we need to make sure, though, and, and, and because of that reality, we don't want to grieve or quench the spirit in our lives. And so we make choices to be in step with the spirit. But let's continue breaking down Psalm 51. And here it says in verse 12, it says, restore to me the joy of salvation. Again, he once had it, but needs it to be restored to its earlier state. You know, again, that's, that's many of us. Our spirit and our heart, a reminder and joy of salvation. It isn't gone. It just needs to be restored. And he says, grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. You know, it's interesting. It says grant. And that word really means to, to give or to lay upon. And so David is asking for God to lay upon him a willing spirit. A spirit that is willing to be conformed to God and his ways. A spirit that wants to yield and obey God and his words. You know, as God's family, we need this willing spirit, don't we? I know I need a steadfast and willing spirit. You know, my drive, my passion, my even my character, I believe for, for, for a little bit of time now, has not been what it once was or what it needs to be or even what I want it to be, let alone what God desires. You know, I need that steadfast spirit through challenges. There's some, there's some personal things going around, around my family, and I need this steadfast spirit right now to, to brave through these challenges. And I need and want a willing spirit that's eager to obey God and not just to obey God reluctantly or, 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 or out of th this guilty motivation, but that's eager to obey God. Maybe some of you can relate. And, you know, you know, even even, you know, not too long ago, I, I prayed, especially throughout 2020. I prayed several times. God, help my heart to be on fire for you. And I would say, but God, I can't physically make my heart on fire for you. I can't manufacture this. And, and, and you know, honestly, uh, I still feel like I'm still in this process of God working on my heart, but I also see that he has been working on my spirit and still needs to continue to do so. You know, a renewed spirit, I think what I've learned, might not come overnight. But that's okay. And maybe you're discouraged. I want a renewed spirit right now. And maybe God might enable you to have a renewed spirit. But maybe it's going to take a little bit of time. But what do we do then, Marcel? Well, I believe what we need to do is to submit. And what do I mean by this? I, I mean to submit this request to God. That's what we see here in David. He asked God. 
We need to submit this request to God for a steadfast and a willing spirit. Because again, this is something that's God-given and God-produced. But also with this request and in our submission to God, we need to submit ourselves fully to God's will. So as we submit, we ask, we also need to follow in this submission. What do I mean by this is that we have a role in all of this. And, I, and some scholars have called this the mysterious partnership where God chooses to work with us. And so as we submit this request to God, we also need to submit ourselves to actually following his will. We need to actually choose to do what's right. I love the phrase, I pray on my knees, but I receive the blessing on my feet. I pray on my knees, but I receive the blessing on my feet. You see, how will I ever know if God answered my prayers if I'm not put in that situation? How will I ever know if I'm growing in a particular area if all I'm doing is staying home watching Netflix or on my phone watching TikTok videos? You see, I'm never going to know. This means it requires that I push myself, that I actually do something even when I don't feel like it. You know, oftentimes I initially don't want to do something, but then I get up and do it and then the joy occurs afterwards. And then it's this really cool cycle. Then the willingness gets produced even more so. And so again, what are we looking for? What do we need? We need a steadfast spirit, one that's constant, that's firm, that's unyielding to temptation and circumstances. And you see, God builds this in us when we ask of him and then we follow his will and his ways. Then as we get up from our prayers and, and we see the blessing on our feet, we see the results after the experience. After we have actually been put in a situation, then we can see the results of God making us steadfast and then granting us a willing spirit. So yes, it's God produces, God driven, but yet he has this mysterious partnership where we do something and then we see the fruit and the blessings. The closer we draw to God in intimacy, the more he changes our hearts and they become more willing. You know, I want to throw out several ideas and suggestions. Obviously, pray. Maybe it's a fast. Maybe we need to, maybe you need to journal. A personal retreat. You go out somewhere for a couple of days with a with your Bible. You sing and you just get time until God might break and mold that hard heart into something soft and produce in you a character and a spirit that's ready to be steadfast. You see, we position ourselves so that the Spirit of God can help us remember the cross. Let it move us. Let it stir us to regain the joy of our salvation. And so, Maybe there's another idea that God might be putting on your heart. The thing is, we have to pray on our knees, and then we receive the blessing on our feet. We submit ourselves to God by asking of Him and then submitting ourselves to His will. And so what does a renewed, steadfast, and willing spirit look like? I believe Psalm 51 verse 13 gives us a great glimpse. Look what it says here in Psalm 51 in verse 
13. We'll read. Then I will teach transgressors their ways. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. We'll stop right there. He continues to go on about his response to uh, having a willing spirit and a steadfast spirit. But what do we see here? You see, when we... When we have a renewed and steadfast spirit, it's seen in being a giver and in service to others. You know, when you feel renewed, what do you tend to want to do? Usually, you want to be around others. You want to help others. You want to do something that will benefit others. But when you're not steadfast or you don't have a willing spirit, then... What do you want to do? I know for me, I want to be left to myself. I want to focus in on myself. I don't really want to engage, nor do I want to serve others. But again, when we're renewed, I'm like, let's go. Let's do this. When when I repent of my sin, when I have a renewed, steadfast spirit, when I have a renewed and willing spirit, the desire to love grows and then I want to love and then I want to share my faith and I want to teach others about the goodness and greatness and power and love of Jesus. You see a renewed steadfast spirit is primarily God driven but it does require of us to do something. And so what are some action steps this week here that we can take? Well, first off, if you're not a member of the church, thank you again for for being with us. I want to encourage you to set up a Bible study. Either contact us here uh, uh, right now through social media or go ahead and, and contact the person who invited you out and set up a time to study the Bible and find out more about this whole renewed, steadfast spirit stuff that we're talking about. But for those who are members of the church, here's my encouragement for you this week. Just let's try this out just this week here, okay? Every day this week, beg God for a steadfast spirit and a willing spirit. Just beg of him, God, give me this. And then two, because again, we have a role in this as well. Share your faith with at least one person this week. Because again, when we get renewed, we have to be put in a situation which we can actually see it. And when we start to see this willing spirit, this steadfast spirit, Again, it, it, it requires and prompts us to engage in helping, impacting, and serving, and loving others. So again, every day this week, just beg of God for a steadfast spirit and a willing spirit. And then share your faith. Talk to somebody about the good news of Jesus. Right now, we're going to go ahead and take communion. And this is a moment where we remember Jesus' sacrifice upon the cross for our salvation. And what greater example... Is there in the world than Jesus and his steadfast and willing spirit upon the cross? As he was faced with temptation and trials, he was steadfast, he was constant, firm, and unyielding, and had a willing spirit to follow his Father. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you so much for him exemplifying a steadfast and willing spirit. God, we earnestly beg of you to have that same spirit within us. God, may we be moved by the cross. Stir our minds and our hearts to be put in a position where we can allow you to minister to our very spirit, souls, and hearts. And God, may your cross move us right now. 
May it prompt us to make decisions this week to seek you, to be intimate with you. And may you work on our hearts right now as we remember that our salvation came at such a great price. We love you. We thank you for your mercy, patience, and grace. We pray all this in your son's name. Amen.